Hey friends, it's podcast recommendation time. So we recently started listening to CEO School with Sanira Madhani, and we are blown away by how much she shares of her journey and the value she's providing. Did you know that she built a unicorn business as she built uh, transaction processing software, like I know much, but called Stacks? Okay, it is a <laughs> unicorn business and she shares so much value as she's built a business that is worth over a billion dollars. Yeah. I never knew that that was an actual term, unicorn business, but it means a business that's been built to the billions. We're talking B as in billions. And so, as a female CEO, right? In- incredible. I mean, she's such an inspiration and CEO school is really committed to the same thing that we are, closing the gap and helping more women level up. And they do it by sharing stories and strategies from powerful women in leadership. And she likes to say, Sanira likes to say, nothing bad happens when women make more money. Oh, I'm going to put that as a post-it on my computer. Powerful, right? So we also loved listening in on her episode with Sofia Amoroso, our OG girl boss, as they discussed bootstrapping, the importance of learning to say no, and what you should have set before growing a team, fulfilling on your promise to your customers, plus how all of these components play a role in growing a million and billion dollar business. CEO School, hosted by Sanira Vanhani, is brought to you by the HubSpot Podcast Network, the audio destination for business professionals. Listen to CEO School wherever you get your podcasts and share with us how much you loved it because we know that you love it just as much as we do. Welcome to the Product Boss Podcast, where we're dedicated to helping product-based business owners turn into revenue-generating, successful, happy product bosses. I'm Jacqueline Snyder. And I'm Nina Kunlositep. Together through digital courses, coaching, and masterminds, we've helped over 50,000 students from startup to multi-million dollar businesses scale their sales while blending in their dream life. It gets lonely out there in the product business world. We fully believe a business shouldn't be built alone. There's room at the top for all of us. So let's get scrappy and creative together, Product Boss, to be profitable, make more sales, and grow your visibility. Are you ready? Let's dive in. So oftentimes we look at other businesses that are really successful there out there in the world and we think, what magic do they have? Like what happened for them that I don't have that's this magical thing that made Sarah Blakely, Sarah Blakely, right? With Spanx or that really helped, you know, Jamie Kern Lima and It Cosmetics. Like what is the magic that they had? And in today's episode, we're going to talk about the fact that it's not magic. What they have is something that each and every one of us can utilize and we each have ourselves. And really, it's it's something that we have to have more control over. So if you don't know who we are already, I'm Jacqueline and this is Mina. And we help business owners, product-based business owners, grow the business of their dreams from their living rooms, from their basements, and really help them think bigger through courses and masterminds. Mm-hmm. Yeah. I mean, this is a really fun topic today because how big of a dream is a million dollars, right? You think, oh, wow, that seems so far away. And those people must have something that I could never have. Or it just seems so big pie in the sky a lot of times. Yeah. And a lot of times, first, it takes us thinking bigger, right? It it, it takes um, someone to lift the lid off of the ceiling we've created for ourselves to think bigger. And that is why you are all here listening to the Product Boss Podcast. We want you to surround yourselves with people who think bigger that help you think bigger because when we are surrounding ourselves with people who 
I, we got this piece of advice and we shared it this morning um, in one of our lives uh, within our workshop. So if you haven't signed up for the Product Boss workshops yet, they're totally free. And that's at theproductboss.com slash best, theproductboss.com slash best. But the thing that we talked about was never listen to people that have smaller goals for your life than you do. And mm-hmm. that's why it's so important for you to surround yourself in community and with people who have bigger goals and that show you th- this bigger path. Because why? while I don't know in our lifetime if we're going to sell a business for a billion dollars, like mm-hmm. um, so many other incredible female business owners have done, we still know that it's possible, which helps give us all that room between when you start to a billion dollars of this idea of how we can each grow. Yeah. When you say so many, not a lot. <laughs> not a lot, that's but a, more yeah, than when we were growing a, up. Yes, more than when we were growing up because that's considered like a unicorn business, uh, which we all know unicorns are these mythical creatures, but it's been done, right? Mm-hmm. So that's the thing is like you get it brought in, um, brought in your thinking and, and those limited beliefs that you have because you're in a certain environment become unlimited beliefs, right? Kind of. Limitless. Limitless, yeah. It's like unlimited. Sorry, <laughs> unlimited coffee. <laughs> Bottomless um, beliefs. <laughs> <laughs> but we want to share with you today three different business owners, three stories from our multi-stream machine program students. So these are students that have taken our signature program, multi-stream machine, um, that have really grown successful businesses in our eyes. And I would say um, within I'm trying to think of the third one. Um, I know for sure two of them have built million-dollar businesses within their first year of business. And then Mm. they're in their second and third years of business, and they're now multiple millions. And the other one I know is over a million. I don't know how long they've been in business, but we've only worked with them for the last like four months um, in business. And they've already seen massive growth in their business within Multistream Machine. So before we kind of share those stories, Mina, I think one of the things for everybody to think out there is there's no magic wand you know, mm-hmm. yeah, sure. We all have something that maybe helps boost us or we call it like an unfair advantage because we each have our own unfair advantage. Yeah. And when when people hear unfair advantages, sometimes they get mixed up in it because they think that it's like, oh, this person knew a celebrity or this person, you know, knew, um, happened to, I don't know, get some magical thing. But the truth is sometimes it's skill set. Sometimes it's like, oh, uh, you know, some certain thing on your path. And that's what we mean by unfair advantage is that you use what you have to catapult yourself forward. Mm-hmm. Like we, um, one of our, uh, one of our multi-stream machine students that we've worked with, um, Emily of Tubes Cosmetics, she, she homeschools her four children and lives on a farm. But one of her unfair advantages is that she was around cows and uh-huh. understood how to process tallow and realize what tallow could do in terms of cosmetics. And so when we say unfair advantage, doesn't matter where you are in the world. You could be on a farm but understand how to process um, tallow, which is uh-huh. fat from a cow, as I'm learning as a city girl, yeah. and, uh, <laughs> and turn that into something that is magical and can help grow a multi-million dollar business off of cosmetics that is, you know, it's not something that's being made in a lab by L'Oreal for example. Yeah. Right, right. And it's from a small business, you know. Right. Um, and I, I love this topic because even when we're in our in-person mastermind recently, one of our companies that we work with, which is a Minky Blankets business, she was like, but I, can I build an entire business just off of like baby-sized blankets? 
And the answer to that is yes. I raise my hand and say, have you ever heard of Little Giraffe? They've been around (laughs) for 15 years. Yes. You know, and so I think that we think that it's not possible. So, you know, um, I want you all to listen to these examples because these are, I don't even call them average people, but they're literally, you know, you and me put together. Yes, yes. They're all of us put together, right? And and what they have is something that you can also have as well. Right. So when we talk about this, again, it's not that magic wand. Here is the key. So ears up, my friends. Here's the key. And this is what we're teaching in this week's workshop. And we're going to teach within the Bestseller Secrets Challenge is that the success stories, whether we're talking about Sarah Blakely of Spanx, right? Whether we're talking about Jamie Karen Lima of It Cosmetics, or we're talking about Emily Toops of Toops Cosmetics, or mm-hmm. the stories we're going to share here. Divya of Water Beauty. Yeah. Right? They've stayed focused. Okay. So what they did is they found what their best sellers were, and they grew from there, and they stayed focused. Now, the things that they have that you don't have potentially right now in this moment is staying focused with a bestseller and time is on their side, meaning that they have they have stayed focused for a long enough time mm-hmm. that if you work on anything for long enough, it will become successful, right? Like if you, if so you find your bestseller, you tweak, you figure out what the best of the best product is, right? You figure out what the best of the best place to market, what resonates with your customers, what's the marketing hook. You figure out the best of the best places to sell this product and you keep improving that and you do it for a long enough time and you do the same thing over time, that is why and that is how they get successful. How you will not be successful. So what's the difference between someone who's been in business for two years that's made a million or a year and made a million dollars in that first year versus um, somebody who has been in business? Because we work with some of you that have been in business for a decade, for 15 years, and your business is still kind of chugging along and feels really hard. I want you to think back. How many times did you change? How many times did you shift? How many times was something working for you? And then you were like, meh, I'm bored. I'm going to shift it and change it because somebody somewhere told me that they wanted, you know, bath bombs instead of soap. Or, you know, they wanted um, X instead of Y. Or they were like, you know, it would be a good idea for you. Or in your head, you you went to a craft store and you were like, oh, I'm so inspired. Now I'm going to start making beaded necklaces when before you were working in soldering gold. Yeah. And I think that some of us, you know, for it's, I'm not going to say average. I'm going to go back to what I had said before. We're all human, right? So we will get derailed in any path that we take. And the people that were successful were the ones that got on the same path. So, you know, because- And stayed on that path. Yeah, and stayed on that path. And then when they got derailed again, they came back onto that same path, you know? And, And then sometimes what happens is that you're on that path and you think that, oh, this will only carry me this far and that's it. And it's like, oh, okay, well, no. Go as far and as fast as you can. So even if you arrive at this point and you're like, ooh, this is, you know, this is the point that um, I can make my last pair or I can add on some something other than, um, um, what, what would you call Spanx? What is that called? Compression? Yeah, like compression underwear. Compression. No, what are they called? Like undergarments. <laughs> Anyways, yeah. Uh, uh, so basically, you <laughs> might come to a point where you're like, ooh, this is how far this will get me, this one idea. But the thing is, the one idea will get you to the moon. 
And that's what it is, you know? So Sarah Blakely could have been like, oh, I'm, this is the point that I've gotten, but she didn't. She pushed for as far and as fast as she could. So even when she um, hit the moon, she went even further outside the galaxy. You know what I mean? Mm -hmm. So I think, you know, with this and kind of explaining this to you, we're going to share three stories of three product-based business owners that are multi-stream machine students that have, that are proof that this can be done. Because for all of you, it's surrounding yourselves with people, with a community that are proof it can be done. Because if we're surrounding ourselves by other people who don't think bigger, who don't allow for us to think bigger, that don't think bigger for us, then it's up to you to do it and to surround yourself with people. So let's jump into um, a new student that a lot of you maybe don't know, but we know them pretty well. And this is the Hotel Sheet. They're out of New Zealand and it's owned by Christina and Ben. Um, they are an incredible couple that have a multi-million dollar business selling exactly what I'm just saying, sheets, right? Mm -hmm. um, hotel bed sheets, sheets, pillowcases, but really they're known for sheets and it's of the, it's, um, they're known for, uh, creating crisp and cool, fine and strong, hundred percent cotton sheets, um, that are pretty affordable and they're, they're made, they're shipped out of New Zealand and that's it. They're, they're not, there's not a bunch of colors. You know, there's not duvet covers. There's not all of this. They're really known for selling their um, classic hotel sheet um, in a full set and a half half set and pillowcases and a flat sheet. And then they do have a, a few sets of towels, but that's it. Yeah. So sheets, pretty boring, right? <laughs> no offense, but yeah. I'll take boring for a million dollars all day, every day. A hundred percent. That's what I wanted to bring up about it was that <laughs> You know, as creatives, sometimes we're like, oh, it's just hotel sheets or I want to be making, you know, hotel couch covers or hotel pillows or hotel, you know, whatever it is underneath the sun. And it feels like we should go off track. But the thing is, more products does not equal more revenue. In fact, the opposite is true. So when you stay focused on hotel sheets and that seems like, you know, oh, I bet that when when Christina's like, we sell hotel sheets to like some random stranger, they're like, yeah, you know what you should also sell? You should make duvet covers. <laughs> duvet covers or, for babies. Or like down comforters. <laughs> um, changing pad sheets. That was what that's what you need. Crib you know? sheets, go. Yeah. <laughs> and I bet she hears that all the time. And Christina probably is like, ooh, should I? But she knows. That she listens to Jacqueline and Mina, and she <laughs> that she says, "Nope, I need to focus on what I do best, and that's my hotel sheets." Yeah, and actually, I take it back. They do do hotel. They do do duvet duvet covers, but mm -hmm. here's what I want to say: it's cotton or bamboo. It's like natural products. It's all in white, actually. So the variations are coming out of like these these bed products, but they're in white. Um, and so they're not changing a bunch of variations of Oh, she's of doing sets. So basically, she, it's the sets. Yeah. Because guess what? Like, when you think about a hotel, hotel sheets are white, right? Always, because they have to bleach them. Right. Which we don't have to get into because none of us will ever sleep in a hotel again. <laughs> and, and then some towels. But when we've worked with her and what we know sells the best are their, their, their hotel bed sheets. In cotton. And did you know, this is just a side note for everybody, um, that a lot of times people, we were all trained as we were coming up to think about um, thread count and the higher the thread count, the better the product. But in fact, um, it's the 
100% cotton, the way that they make their products. Um, the cotton is actually cheaper to be able to buy into, but it actually, the um, I think it's the lower the thread count, but it's the higher quality of the thread, um, allows for you to sleep cool. Mm. So people will always be like investing in all these types of things, but like they're not realizing the fiber content and the weave and all that. So that's the thing about the hotel sheet out of New Zealand is that they know who their customer is. They're very sure on what they're selling. They've been in business for a while, but they're staying focused. They're not getting distracted. They're not like, you know what? You know what we're going to do now? We're going to offer 17 colors and try and keep up with the trends of mm-hmm. every color because I think like dark green is trending And right we're going to offer more thread count. Because yeah. clearly what they're selling and the clincher for them to talk about over and over is the fact that the keeping cool is in is um is part of it being the lower thread count, right? So yeah. they're not trying to meet everybody's needs here. They are trying to stay on the same path that they always have. And I love that you brought it up because the next business that we're gonna talk about is very, very clear with our messaging. You're gonna love it and you're gonna be so proud too. Okay. So what's the next one? So the next one is Ninico. And this is my favorite sister duo outside of my own sisters and myself. <laughs> <laughs> so this is Joy and Jean of Ninico. And Joy they've and been Jean, on the podcast. Yes. And they are out of St. Louis. And they sell a um, pacifier brand. And um, I want to read some of theirs because they sell... Here, I want to exactly read it verbatim. Hey, mom, you finally found it. Meet Ninny Pacifier, made of 100% silicone, twice as soft as any pacifier on the market. Designed by moms to mimic actual breastfeeding movement when baby latches on, instant relief. We feel your pain and know you need a break. Here it is. Then it goes into- Only moms that have breastfed understand what they mean when they say, we feel your pain. (laughs) We feel your pain. That's right. And it's so clear, made of 100% silicone, twice as soft as any pacifier on the market. Now, they're not saying anything else about, you know, they're not going into the various, I don't even know, different things. This messaging is very, very clear, right? So most of their sales are done on pacifiers. And um, these, I think I would say all of their sales. I mean, if you were to look, they're, they're <laughs> like really 95% probably. If anyone wants to listen to them, um, if you want to listen to this episode, it's episode 366 called Growing a Million Dollar Product Business with Joy and Jane of Ninico. Yeah. Hey, Product Boss. Amina and I were just thinking about you and how oftentimes product-based business owners wear all of the hats in their business. I mean, we wear so many hats that we should be making hats and selling hats, right? That's how many hats we're wearing. Now, on top of that, you have to worry about keeping track of everything too. So wouldn't it be amazing if there was a way you could worry less about how to keep track of everything? There is, and it's HubSpot. It's kind of like a house. It's all under one roof and even like a time machine because you're actually getting time back. And in reality, HubSpot is an all-in-one connected CRM platform that's easy to use, has no hidden costs, and keeps all of your teams and data and systems all on the same page. HubSpot helps your business grow and scale like never before. With HubSpot, ditch the countless hours managing multiple systems and focus on your time where it matters most, supporting and growing lifetime love from your customers. Learn how HubSpot can help your business grow better at HubSpot.com. Hey, 
Hey, product boss. I'm just going to jump in real quick to interrupt this episode because we have something really special coming for you. Now, you know that Mina and I host free workshops and free challenges multiple times a year to support you as you grow your product-based business. And they are totally free. Now, we want to encourage you to think bigger. We want to encourage you to join a community that is also trying to think bigger. That's going to be there to support you when things get hard and also cheer you on when you get those really big wins. Okay. Because Mina and I are here to help you build a dream life beyond your wildest dreams. All right. So we are hosting a free workshop series. It is called the product boss's guide to your best year yet. And we're sharing some of our biggest tips and tricks for you to have a breakthrough year in 2023. So if you want to get in for free, just head to theproductboss.com slash best to save your spot. And we're going to grow together this year. We are going to help you and encourage you to think bigger this year. You will no longer feel alone. So again, head to theproductboss.com slash best, or you can click the link in the show notes and we'll see you inside. And so they're not trying to go off route. They're not trying to do burp rags. They're not trying to do, um, you know, for a long time, when they were in the mastermind with us, they would kind of ask us about bringing other things like pacifier clips and um, um, pacifier holders on. And they started doing that a little bit. But the thing is, they know that that's just not exactly where they're making their money, right? Mm -hmm. So they stayed very, very close to improving the experience and the messaging with their pacifiers. That is first and foremost always for them. And, you know, they, they did a collaboration with other... So this is the cool thing about our multi-stream machine students and inside of the um, the Facebook group community that's very specifically for MSM, um, they did collaborations with a couple of the other product bosses out there. Um, so they brought in hats, for example. Mm-hmm. They brought in... It was like holiday clothes. bundles. Uh-huh. They brought in cases, yeah. But what mm-hmm. they knew was that, for example, as, as much as we could all say a newborn baby needs a hat, that's not why the customer was coming. So if we all think about the fact that they made, you know, let's just call it a million dollars in their first year, which they shared on the podcast, they made that off of one product, which is the Ninny Pacifier Mm -hmm. in different variations. So different colors. And they offer bundles like a two pack um, or a four pack of of the different colors, right? And it's not even a variation of like all the colors. It's um, a four pack of, I'm just going back to the, the color like a four pack of blueberry, a four pack of oatmeal, a four pack of the mint color. They weren't even saying like, oh, this customer needs everything. No, if this customer needs everything, they could buy them individually. They can buy two packs, but the four pack is selling more of a product that sells. So think about the the reduction in the stress and in the money flowing out of their bank account to make these products, to source these products. And when you really stay focused and you're like, we're making this one incredible pacifier that they're, you know, always improving. They're improving where they're sourcing from. They're working on their packaging. Um, They're making it the best of the best. And then they're selling that to customers. They're easily referable. It It makes it so much easier for you all to you know, see that path to your first hundred thousand, mm-hmm. see that path to a million dollars without you feeling like, oh, and I'm also going to make onesies because babies need onesies as well. Yeah. When you're thinking about scaling, right, they were optimizing their product. So not only did they make the best product, but they really dialed in their messaging. 100% silicone, twice as soft as any pacifier on the market, 
right? They really dialed in their um, their uh, colors even, right? We worked on their naming convention with them and what would hit with their specific market. So they just kept improving and improving not only the product, but the client, the customer experience, and then the brand messaging and, you know, the... Um, the market fit. So for example, like Jacqueline said, they're working on packaging now to be able to be sell to be sold in big box stores where they know that their customers are. So as you can see, did they do it by doing more products? Absolutely not. They just did their product the best in the industry. And we're in their second, I think we've more or less just crossed the threshold of their second year in business. Um, and they they are students in multi-stream machine. They then they leapt up into the mastermind with us. They're doing incredible things and they're still a small team. Yeah. So if you're thinking like, oh, uh, okay, how do I niche down? Like, how do I find my best seller? Join our workshops, theproductblast.com slash best. And we are going to walk you through this. The same things that we teach them, right? The same things that our masterminders that invest $30,000 a year to work with us, you are going to learn inside of our workshops and our challenge. Now, the flip side of this is that what did they do differently than you probably, or not you, I don't know what you're doing, but they stayed really focused. They didn't get distracted. They became the best of the best at what they sell in that first year. They were able to scale in their second year. And they still have like, they have someone that helps them with sourcing. They mm -hmm. have, a, they've got fulfillment help, but they don't have this mega team that you feel that you might be thinking, oh, if I want a million dollar business, it's going to be this unmanageable team yeah. to build. Absolutely not. They figured out how to create this type of business that works best for them. They're both moms, mm -hmm. right? Um, they they have this business. Like they are still living their lives the way they want to live them and growing this beautiful business. Yep. Okay. So our third example and proof that this can be done without having to make all the things, but it takes focus. And you've also heard them on the podcast is Chelsea and John of Dome Doc. And I will pull up what episode they're in. Yeah. So they are a husband and wife duo out of Texas, our favorite people for sure, because they really show you how you can come up with just one idea and carry it through. And it can be bigger than you have even ever imagined. Um, and theirs is even just even crazier because they only have two colors, I think, right? <laughs> so you can hear episode 173. It's our female founder episode from Side Hustle on Etsy to a booming family business with Chelsea and John. Well, it's really just Chelsea in that one. And this is back from 2020. So cut to, and 2020 was their first official year in business manufacturing. Um, uh -huh. we've, we've crossed over into 2023. They have an incredible business and their story is that they started on Etsy. John is yeah. an inventor. And one of the things he invented out in, in you know, when he would um, carve wood, he invented this, this um, new version of a hat rack. Mm -hmm. And it was a three-part hat rack. It was like three spaces wide. And they sold that on Etsy. And I think they sold other products, but this the the hat rack was the thing that they were selling and they were doing and really well. And the hats with. are stackable into each other. So it's a vertical one instead of like a horizontal. Yeah. And then they figured, okay, well, this is doing well. Can we manufacture? Yeah. And when they manufactured, they didn't think, how do we do a three, a long three uh, section one? They were like, how do we make just one? And how do we yeah. manufacture just the one? Let me tell you over the course of the last two, three years of working with them, trust us that they had so many other ideas of things to make. 
Yeah. So what I want to make really clear is, again, what I said in the beginning of this is that more product does not mean more revenue. Also, we're going to talk a bit in the workshop about diversification. As you can see, most people are like, ooh, diversification, that means diversification of products, meaning I need to make this and that and this other thing and that other thing and a million other things. Whereas Jacqueline are telling you, no, none of these businesses did it that way. John and Chelsea did it by diversifying their sales channels the way that we taught them, right? right. And um, they just kept on that path. Um, and marketing channels versus more products, which is, I think, where a lot of people get confused. Yeah. So when we first started working with them, baby, you know, Chelsea, John, business owners, we say baby because, you know, business years are like dog years, right? <laughs> like mm-hmm. Seven years in one. Um, yeah. You know, they they were working with marketing teams. They were working with people who were salespeople. And they said to them, we need something else to sell. We want to make ad- this other their ads team that told them that. Their ads because, team. Yeah, because the ads team wanted them to create a cart that was more expensive. So they thought it would mean more product that would make the cart worth more at the, the purchase of the, you know, so item. So they're paying thousands of dollars a month for an agency that's throwing ideas at them saying, you know what? You know what's going to make more money is if you sell yeah. more things. Oh, I love this cautionary tale because ads people could tell you that, sales reps could tell you that, a service-based person out there in the world, a freaking stranger, anybody can tell you that. Everybody. You know? So one of yeah. the ideas was maybe we should make hats yeah. to put in the hat That's rack. Right. Uh-huh. And we're like, um, no. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. If you work with us, if you all join our VIP <laughs> experience within um, the workshops and um the challenge, which is an offer uh, for all of you when you sign up for the the challenge and the workshops. Um, we, you know, if you're going to work with us and be coached by us, we are going to be direct because, listen, it's all of your own businesses, but then no, we this, also this is, the I'm going to paint the picture for you. Um, okay, I'm the, the client. I'm you guys, okay? Um, everybody's been telling me that I need to create hats to go in my hat rack. And then, Jacqueline, what do you usually say to them? Uh, no. <laughs> no, no, no. You know, that's not what you say. You say, how many how people? How many people are Tell telling me you? specifically how many people? How many people have told you to create hats <laughs> for the person who has too many hats that they need a hat yeah. for it? And, and every time it's like, um, three? <laughs> three people? Maybe one? Oh, our marketing firm told us. Yes. Oh, your marketing firm. <laughs> and they get a percentage of how much you sell? Okay. Well, they want you to sell more because they want to make more money. They're not thinking about your bank account, your bottom line, the growth of your brand, anything. Yeah. So, so one of them was hats. Another thing was something to go in the hat. Something was like... Hat wipes. Hat wipes. Something cleaning of hats. We were thinking about all the things that could go with hats. Yeah, not to say that all of those are bad ideas. Eventually, they'll get there because as small businesses, for sure, what we think is that, oh, these bigger businesses have all these things. And that is true. However, they got there because they stayed focused and then they became bigger businesses where they can diversify with like more products or different tiers. You know why? They have the money to do it. Right. You as a small business do not have the money to do all that they do at the beginning. It is not when you cross $100,000. It's not yeah. when you cross half a million dollars. Get to a million dollars minimum. And when you've built a business, which I promise you, each and every one of you can do with, with focus, you can get to a mm-hmm. million dollars with more ease and more time if you stay focused, then 
you thinking that you're going to get to a million dollars by making all the things like hat wipes, hats, um, because think about the manufacturing, think about the sourcing, think about all the other things that go with it versus getting really good, becoming the best at this invention of this incredible Mm. reinvented, the reimagined reinvented hat rack of Dome Dock, and then getting really good at how you're marketing it, how you're selling it. Mm -hmm. And John and Chelsea, they have it so optimized, so streamlined that they don't even, they get, basically they get to buy back their time. They don't need us anymore. They specifically told us because they only work... You're all going to freak out. They have a multiple million dollar business now in the last three years. And she said she works, they maybe spend 60 minutes a week. Yeah, 60 minutes a week. On Dome Dock. They've also told us they will be back to us. Okay. They literally (laughs) said, now we're going to go and invent something else. Yeah. Because they built the business. They built the systems. They have people fulfilling. they, They work with the manufacturer. They got it to the point where John didn't have to hand make every single piece. They've worked over the last two years with us on really sourcing, you know, the right people, the right manufacturers. We talked to them Mm -hmm. about instead of them spending all their time in fulfillment, working on fulfillment. And that's where they are now, where we've worked ourselves out of a job, Mina. Yeah. And that was their ultimate goal, too. Yes. You know, so, for example, I want to say that for sure, because their path, they were so crystal clear on it that they were, it wasn't that they wanted to be a hat rack brand. So I want to make that really clear uh, for everybody like they don't want that for the rest of their lives, right? They were optimizing it to get more time. So there are other people that their path might look different than John and Chelsea's, right? You get to basically buy back your time, live the dream life that you want. So I want everybody to know that they stayed crystal clear on what was their path. And um, and all of you get to choose that for yourselves too. What is your dream life? Homeschool their like? kids. They're building yeah. a massive ranch. Mm-hmm. They're inventing other products, and this business is now set up. Now, this is a very different version of a business than the other ones we've shared because, um, you know, other people are still in it. We've worked with people who are makers that have pottery companies that are able to make three, four million dollars a year. Yeah. Oh, I love that you brought that up because John and Chelsea could have been of the maker mentality, right? And they would never have gone to manufacturing. Right. So that that their path was they chose to manufacture. That's just yeah. an example. So we you know, know like a handmade pottery company that hit their first million with us, kept growing, kept growing multiple millions, still hires makers, um, still hand makes the product. But once they crossed over that like $2 million mark, that's when they actually started to think about like outsourcing other other products somewhere else because mm-hmm. they were an established brand that was known in this world. And then shifting their um, bit, uh, sales channels, right? Mm-hmm. It wasn't like they were coming out with every product under the sun. They really looked at um, the sales channels that they were on. Yeah. So going back to to sales channels, okay? So mm-hmm. if we talk about, um, uh, so we're talking about bestseller. We're mm-hmm. talking about being known for something. So each of these yeah. companies that we've shared, each of these multi-stream machine students are known for something. Yeah. What they did do also was they, they got really good at the bestseller, but they, they diversified and came up with multiple streams of revenue by being on multiple sales channels. So John and Chelsea started off on Etsy. Mm-hmm. They went from Etsy to building their own Shopify site and selling mm-hmm. direct to consumer. They dabbled a little on Instagram, but that doesn't, Instagram's not, they don't need Instagram. They got on Amazon using mm-hmm. what we teach inside of Multistream Machine. And the craziest thing is when ads, they kind of, they stopped on Etsy, I think, but when ads stopped working to drive traffic to their Shopify site, they had Amazon working for them, where Amazon mm-hmm. is like the majority of their business now. That's another reason they don't have to fulfill 
everything themselves. So think about that, right? They were a million dollar business first on Shopify through ads. Then they got to their second million by adding on Amazon. And then when something dropped out from under them, they still had yeah. a platform uh, to rely on. And what if what if Etsy is out and what if Amazon is out? Guess what? They have direct-to-consumer with their email list. So that's mm-hmm. the thing too, is that those are levers that you can pull for marketing and sales channels is that, okay, well, let's say Amazon is only selling essential goods like they were during the pandemic, right? We never thought it was going to happen, but it did happen. So in that case, it's like, okay, what is another diversified channel that they had put, you know, as a stronghold in their business? Email list and um, email list and um, direct to customer website. So they didn't choose the social media route because that wasn't for them. They chose the email route. So that just goes to show you, you get to truly pick where you want to sell. I remember Chelsea, when we were coaching her and we're like, well, what if you just didn't do Instagram? Like you're already making multiple millions. Like you don't need Instagram. Just put up, if you all go follow Dome Doc on Instagram, there's just a pretty grid of the product with a link of where you can shop it. So if someone wants to validate the product and say, are they real or where they're from? They can find it. But their focus, their marketing channels are truly what we teach in Multi-Stream Machine is more like multiple sales channels gets you in front of other people's audiences, other people's eyes. So being on Amazon drives all of the Amazon customers to them. When they mm-hmm. did ads, it was driving Shopify customers. Um, they do other things like they're starting to sell to really big box like retailers. But and it's word of mouth, which we teach inside of the course. Mm-hmm. So if we think about Ninico, Joy and Jane, when they started, they actually kind of, it's a little bit different. They sold direct to consumer online, but they really hit it big on social media, like through TikTok and through Instagram. Because if you think about who their customer is, the mom, uh-huh. moms want to share with other moms products that are going to help make their lives better. Yeah. The, another thing that they did was they did, they really lean heavily into in-person and like lactation consultants and de- a dentist, was it? You know, so people that were in the professional fields of recommending their products. That were like so that's, influencers within a field yeah, of Right, influence. a local, kind of like what you would imagine a local influencer to be, but not an influencer. It's just people have influence, you know, especially right. someone Like your is, dentist tells you your baby yeah. needs this pacifier, you're going to go buy that pacifier. Yeah, absolutely. And And so they really lean into their in-person presence because the thing is they come from um, like a electric, uh, was it like- They had an air conditioning company. Yeah, Yeah, air conditioning company. And so they have that unfair advantage that we said that they spent, I think it was like eight years or something like that um, in that- They spent eight uh, years developing Ninico. Yeah, Ninico, that's right. And so they already have this like um, community presence and they just- leaned further into it, into that. So they could have been like, oh, I want to do, you know, wholesale instead. And they did dabble in that. And they did test it and try a few things, but they got so good at direct a customer that, you know, and local and in person that why wouldn't they go that route for now to get yeah. them to, you know, multiple millions? I mean, they could, they will, they will, I'm sure of it. They'll get to 5 million probably this year. 10 million really soon. They're going to get these really big accounts and they're yeah. going to be ready for and them. And then it's going to be the wholesale route, I'm sure. Right. You know, and they're going to be ready for it because they got really good at what they did. They're perfecting mm-hmm. the product 
They're staying focused on being- And the, I hope perfecting the packaging last time we spoke with them. That's what they're working on, right? Yeah, right. <laughs> so, because they need to work on like a really beautiful end cap packaging for this uh, deal that they might have. Yeah, through. their retail packaging. I'm knocking on wood for them because I cannot wait to I'm gonna, um, I'm gonna raise my arms and do some of this for, I mean, Lunar New Year <laughs> is coming up. karma <laughs> and juju to you. Because um, we want you all to be like uber successful. We want you all to be success stories. We want our multi-stream machine students to be students that we talk about as these success stories on the podcast. So we want you to be our next success story. So if this shares anything with you or enlightens it, and going back to kind of bringing us back to the beginning is, and this is why it's part of Mina and my, like, our, our growth formula. Uh, we have this brand new growth formula that we're excited to introduce and we're, we're introducing it into the workshops and the challenge. Um, we've been working on it and it's so clear as to sort of where you are um, and then how you get to where you want to be. Um, mm-hmm. And it's something that we've been working on for years and it's kind of birthed already. So um, the idea here is that it's not magic that any of these million dollar businesses have or billion dollar businesses have. It's it's self-control and it's focus. It's the ability to stay focused. It's the ability to keep doing something over and over, over time, not changing directions, but getting better year over year, right? And staying focused on that bestseller. So if you can do that, right? And you can over time, get better at your product, get better at your marketing, get better at the sales and sales channels. I promise you, you will find ease in growing this business and becoming you know, your first hundred thousand, half million, million dollars, and wherever you want to go from there. And it will feel better than how it feels now. Yeah. Oh gosh, for sure. I think as entrepreneurs, that's the thing that we're fighting most. And the skill set that is the, like, we think it's magical, but it's something that all of us have. And that's self-discipline, Yeah. you know? And it's like, you see so many shiny things or they're doing this or, you know, I want to try this. And it takes self-discipline to say, no, I'm going to do what I'm going to do and stay on the same path that I'm already on, despite seeing how glossy and, you know, green the grass looks over there, because I already know that I'm working, I've gotten this far and I just need to push that much further. Yes. So if this was helpful, if this was a helpful episode for you, would you do us a favor? Because this is how so many of you have discovered us. Would you mind sharing this episode? Make sure to follow the show. Share this episode with someone you know. Um, Follow us over on Instagram or TikTok if you want. We're trying to grow that channel. But what we'd love for you to do is share this with somebody else. Um, It would be so helpful. And you're putting out some good karma out there for the fellow entrepreneurs. Thanks, everybody. Thank you for being here and listening all the way through the Product Boss Podcast. If you love our show and it has helped you in any way in your business, would you mind doing two things for us? Subscribe to the show so you never miss an episode and leave us a review. Reviews help other product entrepreneurs know that this is the place to be to grow their businesses and realize that they're not alone. And we know that you all know that a five-star and honest review helps you sell more products to more people. So you know that your reviews help us reach more listeners around the world. Remember, what we give is what we receive. And we are all about helping each other in the Product Boss community. We are all in this together. We would be so appreciative of you if you could take the time right now to subscribe, leave a review, and even share this episode on social or someone you know so we can impact more lives. 
And remember, subscribing means that you will get notified each time we release a new episode so you never miss a thing. You have helped us grow and climb into the top 10 of all marketing podcasts and together we can keep climbing. Thank you, friends. And remember, there is room at the top for all of us.